Hey everybody. Um, I just wanted to uh, touch base with everyone. I haven't been on in about two weeks because we have been traveling. So I wanted to finish up a little bit more of the depression, anxiety, and hope series. Um, sorry, my hair is in my face. Anyway, um, in light of all of the um, events this last week, I wanted to talk to everybody about how important depression is, how important anxiety is, and how important hope is. So in the last few uh, episodes that I've, that I've broadcast, and you can see those on my YouTube channel, Water, Wind, Wine uh, Ministries, and it's on YouTube, you can see that I go through how depression is a real thing. Depression is absolutely positively real. Even the Bible talks about it, and the Bible talks about the causes for it, and that it is caused by fear. So I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm just going to say a couple of things just to get you in the mindset of what we're talking about today. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about what happened this week in Dayton, and I'm also going to talk about what happened this week in El Paso um, with respect to depression, anxiety, and hope. So depression is a very real thing, and in Proverbs it says that anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. We know that anxiety is only fear. That's all it is. And we are supposed to, as children of God, we are supposed to give our fears to God, our anxieties to God. We were not given a spirit of fear. We were given a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And so when we fear things, we are not giving those fears to God. And that, that becomes an anxiety and then it becomes depression, and then um, and then there are some things that happen after that, like um, heart sickness. So we're going to talk about all of that. There's a lot more to that that's just really, really brief. What I want you to get out of today is that people who suffer from depression are suffering from a real thing, whether they're Christian or they're not Christian. Now, God, in His amazing, infinite mercy, has provided um, antidepressants, for people who do not have the faith to believe God for healing, who do not know God. He wants them better. He wants them saved. He wants them to, to be positive and to be, and to be in a place in their mind where they can function. And he also wants labors of the harvest to go out and to get those people that are in a depressed state and to bring them into the fold. And even if they are in the fold, he wants us to teach them how to respond to depression. Like I said, depression is caused by anxiety and anxiety is, is basically fear that you haven't given to God. Now understand this, fear is a spirit. The Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear but the spirit of power, of love, of a sound mind. So fear is a spirit, okay? And so when people are in fear, they're being attacked by the enemy. So basically what happens is a situation comes up and then the person doesn't believe God for the answer. They get afraid that the answer won't come or that they won't be able to manifest the answer. They don't give that to God. And because they're not able to get out from under the situation, they become depressed about it. Okay. And then that, that leads to a heart sickness. Now I wanted to talk to you guys about what happened, uh, this last week with respect to all of that. I myself have been in several situations where I have been depressed and I was a Christian. I've been a Christian since as long as I can remember and I didn't know how to deal with depression until the Lord showed this to me. I have been um, prescribed antidepressants and they helped a lot. 
Um, but here's what they didn't help. They didn't help this, this anger I had on the inside of me because the anger that I had on the inside of me was basically, yes, I wasn't depressed, but I was really mad that I still wasn't able to bring about what I really wanted. Like the whole reason that I was um, depressed in the first place. I wasn't able to, to get the prayer answered, okay? Now, let me just say in this moment that God answers every prayer. Whether that prayer man, uh, according to His will, if the prayer is within the will of God, and we know that by the Bible, um, He answers it. And But sometimes we don't manifest those answers, and there are lots of reasons. And one of the reasons that we don't is because the devil steals our answers through fear. So when I myself was in a depressed state, I went to the doctor and I got on antidepressants. And when I got off those antidepressants, I was angry. I wasn't depressed anymore. I was just angry. I was angry that I couldn't get the need met that I wanted met. Basically the prayer answered that I needed answered. Um, that happened. There was another time in my life where I was so depressed that I actually tied a noose around my neck and put it over um, a door and I was going to shut the door and hang myself and somebody walked in and I my plan was subverted I had already written suicide notes out I was gonna kill myself um, there was another time when I was so 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 sad about some things that were going on with me and my my youngest daughter that I pulled out my pocket knife and held it to my throat and I was gonna cut my own throat um, but the Lord in His mercy sent ministering angels to me and, and, uh, and got me shaken loose from that. But in those situations, the real issue was that I was trying to get a need met that wasn't getting met. And so I was depressed about it. In one case, I took antidepressants and when I came off the antidepressants, I was just angry. And then when I didn't take antidepressants, well, I wanted to kill myself. So I just wanted to touch base really quick before we get into heart sickness um, that antidepressants helped me get non-depressed, but they didn't help me solve the issue. They just helped me not be depressed. The issue was that I wasn't getting a prayer answered, and the reason I wasn't is because I was afraid. And so that's where I want to take us. I want to take us in how do we get out of depression by getting our fears handled, by getting um, into faith and out of fear. So what happens when a person gets very, very depressed is that their heart becomes sick. The Bible says that a hope deferred um, makes the heart sick. Now, say that you need, um, that you really, in my case, I really wanted, I had a situation that caused me to be separate from my youngest daughter. And I really, in my heart, I wanted to be with her. I mean, if you're a parent, if you're not a parent, whatever, certainly you can understand the desperation of a mother to be with their child and to, to have a relationship with their child. And, and I was so desperate and so sad, but I couldn't physically make it happen. She was going through things, you know, on the other side of her family and, and, and it was physically impossible for me to make that happen. And I was devastated about it to the point where I tried to take my own life um, by hanging myself and by slitting my own throat. And the issue was that I couldn't get the prayer answered, and so my heart was sick. I had gone beyond sleeping all day. I had gone beyond crying. I was to the point where I could not go on physically because I couldn't get this part of my heart healed. 
And so I was going to take my own life because it was easier to deal with death than it was to deal with how hurt I was, how broken hearted I was. And so what God taught me in this is, and of course, he sent his Holy Spirit to minister to me. And, and I was saved, obviously, through that. And he sent people into my life in that moment to get me out of that. But then he started to teach me because it's one thing to rescue somebody from the situation, but it's another thing to teach them how to get the how to stay out of the situation in the first place so God um, in his love taught me how to stay out now this is what happened this week these first of all the victims in these horrible awful shootings and their families the victims aren't hurting anymore the the ones that have passed on but the ones that are still alive that have lived through this or the people who have lost loved ones their heart is now sick and so they're going to be tempted with depression. They're going to be tempted with rage and anger toward the, toward the killers. And, and in our natural mind, we think, well, that's right. You know, and it sickens us. And it sickens God for a murder of any sort, but a murder of this sort for certain to go out and to just be rampant. This hurts the heart of God. That's why it hurts our hearts. We're Christians. We have the heart of God, and it hurts our hearts. Everybody, Christian or non, we know that this is not right. I'm certain if you could face one of those killers with one of the innocent people that they killed, they would see them as a human, and their hearts would hurt for them because God built that in us. It's in us to not hurt people, but sometimes people who who hurt other people, they do it because they don't know how to get their own needs met. They are in such a state of heart sickness that they can't function. They can't think correctly. Let's take, for example, this gentleman in El Paso who opened fire in the Walmart. Um, I don't know his circumstances. I don't know his situation. What I know is that there have been speculations that he had a lot of hatred in his heart toward Hispanic people. And what he, I want you to look at this differently. I want you to look at it um, and look at his heart. Now, did he do wrong? Absolutely. Um, does he need help? Uh, yeah. And should he pay for what he did? As humans, my heart is to say absolutely. And I'm not discounting what he did nor absolving him of his guilt in any way. That's between him and God. And I'm going to keep my personal stuff in check as much as I can. But, but if you want to look at his heart, this man believed according to what I've heard and what I've read and what I know this man honestly believed that a certain group of people was taking over another country and and they were to blame for loss of jobs and and and, and all kinds of social injustices or social depravity now doesn't that sound like somebody else isn't that exactly what Hitler charged the Jews with in Mein Kampf, that is exactly what he charged the Jews with. He charged the Jews with being the sole responsibility or the sole reason that Germany was in the state that it was in in the early 20s. And so his heart was to wipe them out, right? Because he felt like Germany couldn't, couldn't be strong with this cancer. And so this man that shot all these people, um, this last weekend felt that America couldn't be strong with this cancer and they were both wrong and the reason that they both feel this way the reason that they both feel hatred is because the devil has gotten to them and convinced them that this is the right answer instead of them going to God and saying Lord 
we want our nation to prosper and instead of them going to God and doing what they're supposed to do, praying over our nation, praying over our elected officials, you know, submitting this country to God the right way, they decided that they would listen to the wicked one and they would take out all these innocent people. And I promise you, none of these innocent people were the cause of this guy's problems. And they weren't even the conception of the cause of his problems. And so they allowed the wicked one to con to put them in a state of unbelief, to put them in a state that God was not going to help them unless they did something to eradicate this pretend evil that they saw. And that is absolutely not the truth. You cry out to God, you're heard, the end. Period. You cry out to God, you're heard, the end. God answers prayer. God is a life God. He's not a death God. And so if this gentleman who shot up these people in the Walmart would have gone to God and said, Lord, I don't understand what's happening to my country. I want my country to pro be prosperous. I want it to be great. I want it to be strong. I want it to be um, economically viable and somewhere that people want to live and to work and that that is powerful like it was. Father, can you help us? Then God would have given him ideas where he could have, in his own little world, made a difference in a positive way where he wouldn't have to gun down innocent people. His heart was sick, and that's the problem with heart sickness, is that when your hope is deferred, when you don't understand how to manifest answers to prayer, you go through a whole gamut. You get fear, and then you get anxiety, and then you get depression, and then you get heart sickness. And when you have heart sickness, you are exactly that. You are sick at heart, and you can't make right decisions. So what is the right answer? The right answer is... It's multifaceted, but really, it's actually just a little bit of an answer. It's not that big of a deal. Here's the thing. If you want something that you know is God's will, here's what God's will is, and you can find all this in the Bible. Peace, love, happiness, joy, prosperity, health, long life. You can find all that in the Bible. Those are His wills for your life, okay? And so, when you go into the Word and you say, Lord, I don't find peace or economic stability in my life, I need it. And you say, Lord, I'm really afraid that this situation is going to cause me to have a lot of economic hardship or, or whatever. Um, can you please show me a way out of it? Can you please take this for me? Immediately, God will not only come in and answer the prayer, but he protects your mind. The Bible says that if you give your anxiety to God, if you cast all your care upon him, then he will keep your heart and mind at peace through Christ Jesus. He cares for you, and so he'll do that so that you don't get to thinking crazy until the promise manifests. You don't get to worrying and freaking out about it because when you do, your heart is sick and you do crazy things. You do things that are outside the will of God to get your own needs met. It is this way with murderers. It's this way with addicts. It is this way with thieves. It is this way with every single sin that one can name. They are trying to get a need met that they cannot figure out how to do only secularly. So what I wanted to recap with you for today is that depression is real, anxiety is real, fear is real. Those are all from the wicked one. They can all be handled by the same God who is also very real. When a person is very depressed, they become heart sick. And when a person is heart sick, they are mentally sick. Your heart is your mind, your will, and your emotions. They are sick. And when you are in that state, you cannot be trusted to make the right decisions. You have got 
to go to God. And we as believers have to understand how to not only counsel ourselves, but how to counsel other people that are in the state of heart sickness. We have got to understand that the answer is that the devil is attacking them with a fear, which is leading them to this depression and heart sickness. And what do we do with fear? We give it to God. We are anxious therefore for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, let our requests be made known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard our hearts and mind at peace through Christ Jesus. All right, so if you guys know of anybody who, um, who needs prayer or who needs help in this area, who is depressed, and who actually wants help. Some people actually like to stay in their depression. It's some sort of a frenemy to them. I'm not sure what that's about, but that's also sick. Um, but if you know of anybody who is depressed, who you think might be heart sick, um, now I've told you as a believer, you're responsible for helping them. And if you can't, if you can't remember, if you need to get them to somebody, get them to me, but mostly get them to God. I just thank you and I praise you guys. Um, for watching this I just wanted to say right now that the Lord's talking to me while I'm while I'm recording this a little bit and if you know if there's somebody out there that has a as a toothache um, I'm just gonna in Jesus name that tooth is gonna stop hurting supernaturally within the next 45 minutes and that's that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and also the the uh, sore back that you woke up with I want you to stand up straight and then bend backwards just a little bit and when you stand up again it'll be gone so um, so that's what I have for you guys today. Remember to check out our um, our YouTube channel, Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. Remember that we go into the prisons and we minister. And that, um, just FYI, that takes money. That comes out of our own pocket. And um, we can also receive donations now. We're, um, we're going through that whole uh, tax exempt process. But we can receive donations and get you receipts for that, for, the, for your tax exemptions. Um, if you just hit me up on, on Facebook, I can show you how to do that if you're interested. Anyway, I love you and Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful day.